Hey Sugar Plum, welcome back to Arian Rites and the Goddess Experience 3.0, your cosmic reward for dealing with the weight of the universe. I'll start this episode with saying that after a few recent events, I decided to change my approach to target a more general audience because while my personal experience is the goddess experience, I want the information to be accessible to everyone. So there's been a huge change from greeting you as goddess to greeting you as sugar plum, but it makes me smile, so I hope it still makes you smile too. Today I want to talk to you about the do's of being a creative success and how to avoid being a flop, because I feel like it is an incredibly important topic given the current climate of the entertainment industry. Before we dive in, I want to add that I've restructured the podcasts so the episodes may be a little more sporadic, however it allows us to have more meaningful in-depth episodes. Thank you so much for being here today. I am very grateful this episode found you, and I am honored to talk about this with you today. My entire life, I have wanted to make a living making art. My specialty is written word, however, I've also always loved the performing arts. And recently I've noticed an unsurprising yet disturbing pattern in the collective pursuit for success that I didn't realize was kind of an issue until my artist friend Elise Thornback and I were discussing it and she described it as a feedback loop. If you want to be successful, if you want to stand out in the crowd, you have to be original. That's it. That's all. That's the secret. Originality. You don't need to follow someone else's formula. There's no real equation for greatness. You need to own your own uniqueness. I wanted to talk about it because I saw an Instagram post where Erica Banks, a female rapper, was being compared to slash accused of copying or parodying Megan Thee Stallion's work. It was another female rapper. And I feel like this is a huge issue in our society today. Not because Erica Banks was copying Megan the Stallion's work, but because Erica Banks was allegedly copying Megan the Stallion at all. And I needed to take a minute to explain and implore that parodying is not copying. It is making fun of something. Think Saturday Night Live. So if Erica Banks made a parody of a Megan Thee Stallion song, that's a completely different ballgame altogether, in my opinion, and is still an honorable act of creative self-expression. Similar to how artists remix songs into new ones. Anyways, I don't even actually want to talk about Erica Banks and Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know enough and I don't give a fuck about Megan Thee Stallion and I haven't listened to or watched any of Erica Banks's music or music videos. No shade, I just haven't. And I needed to make a point to watch her work because <coughs> she's another 
female rapper that I've never explored. Anyways, I just want to talk about the oversaturation in the industry. All of them. It doesn't just happen on one branch of the tree of life. You can find some variation of this phenomena on most of them, but particularly on the creative branch. When I was a kid, artistry wasn't seen as a way to make money or a get-rich-quick scheme. It was a way to express yourself to the world and often came with the stigma of throwing your life away. You had to be the chosen one, start too young or have ridiculous connections, and most guardian figures shook their heads at the idea. Fast forward to now, and little kids want to be YouTubers when they grow up, and college kids are dropping out to become TikTokers. The idea of being paid to create has become ubiquitous in our society, and that's beautiful. But, and it's a big but, like Nicki Minaj and Akonda big but, because of the internet, Vines, RIP, Instagram, TikTok, even YouTube, we've forgotten that the real purpose there isn't to copy, it is to create. And we've fallen into this brainwashed pattern of simply replicating what other people are doing just to be seen. Because we've seen the attention and spotlight that that thing has gotten our competition and suddenly we're all clawing and scrambling for cultural relevance. No. The secret to being a creator is not following trends the way surfers follow waves. It is to create the waves. And I am not saying that Erica Banks copied Megan Thee Stallion. I just want to make that clear. But there is a pattern of us wanting to play it safe by following the people who came before us because we want to hit that same mark. And then it becomes a feedback loop of trying to one-up each other, and that's not what creating is about. It is also an incredibly toxic loop to be stuck in. When you clout chase and trend hop, it's the same thing as being stuck in the ego-driven survival or starvation mindset. See, when you're caught up in chasing trends to stay relevant, eventually it becomes unsustainable because you either can't keep up or the novelty wears off and suddenly the thing that you've been running from consumes you and chasing relevance makes you irrelevant. Beyond the vicious popularity cycle, there is a much deeper psychological event at play, and that is starvation mindset. The idea that there's not enough to go around, that it's dog-eat-dog, and that the only way you'll be able to get to eat at that table is if you pull someone's chair out from under them and take their spot. It might not even be a conscious notion, but deep down inside, 
that's what you're doing. Desperately clawing for a seat at a table with no vacancy. So, it is time to take a step back and remember that all of our favorite famous figures and historical icons became such for being innovators, not imitators. The people who truly make a difference in our lives are the ones who dared to be different and do what nobody else was doing. And that standard still holds true today. But our minds are flooded with the idea that it's not. So today, I want to dare you to be different. Fill in the gaps of what's missing. Don't just shamelessly fill the void with more carbon copies of what's already there. The truth is, the world wants you. Your perspective, your story, your approach. They're not waiting for the next insert name here. They're desperately searching for the first you. So just be you. Create something original and from the heart. Because eventually fads stop being trendy and people start looking for what's new and different because they're bored with the same old pattern on repeat. Not only that, but you shouldn't want to cultivate an audience of people around you who are so okay with the idea of you stealing somebody else's spotlight that it's only a matter of time before they let somebody else steal yours. It's a scary path to take. Survival instincts dictate that you need to fit in, but from an abundance mindset, or cosmic mindset point of view, there is enough to go around, and even if you can't see it right now, there is a place for you at the table. What makes you different will help build you a community and a place where you do fit in. People will be intrigued and magnetized to whatever makes you a unique individual. And once you love yourself fully and embrace the original creations of your soul, you will be so much more empowered than you ever would be chasing the approval of people you don't know. So take a deep breath because it's time to dive headlong into the things that you love most. Time to make the inner child proud. Because in a reality where there are billions of possibilities and billions of different roads to success, why take someone else's path when you could be following the path of your own soul? The secret to being a successful creator is to be yourself to be original, to bring something new to the table, to add your own spice to life and what you already see around you. There's no reason 
to be copying other people just for attention and clout, just for that rush, that high of finding virality and trending. You don't need to chase that down. There will be something of yours that is original, that catches just as big of a wave, if not a bigger wave, because it's not what everybody else is doing. It's terrifying to think about, like I said, because we all want to fit in. But that's not how you stand out. And it's something that... I've had to come to grips with myself as far as my artwork, but also in terms of being different and not feeling like I've really had a place to fit in for most of my life. I saw a post somewhere, my mom might have sent it to me, it said you can't fit in if you want to stand out. And if your goal is to stand out, you have the best music or the best book or the best choreography to a dance or whatever, it has to be different from what everybody else is doing in order for you to stand out. Otherwise, you just wash into the sea of everything else that's the same around you. And the sea is beautiful and it's big and it's powerful. But all those little water droplets still just make the one body of water. You don't think about the individual water droplets that make up the sea. You think about the sea itself. That's where we are. You should be the rain, not the sea. Be yourself. Contribute what you have to offer and not blend in and homogenize with what's already out there. That's not why the universe made you different from everybody else. So own it. Own that the universe made you different from anybody and everybody else so that you could make your own unique individual impact on the planet, on the world, on the people around you. That is why you are here to be different, to contribute your original, unique ideas, perspective, storyline. Maybe you have a new medium that nobody has ever even heard of before. It's time to share that. It's time to be different, to be innovative, to stand out, to not worry about fitting in. And to change the things around you, to present the things that you wish you could see in society, but don't. That's why we have Lord of the Rings. That's why we have Harry Potter. That's why we have Nicki Minaj. That's why we have electricity and all the things. Is because people looked around and said, what's missing here? I think I can... I think I can figure it out. And if they could do it, well before we had smartphone computers in our pockets, 
then I know that you can do it too. Thank you so much for being here, Sugar Plum. I hope this episode got you thinking, got you fired up, and helped inspire you to be yourself. It is something I am very passionate about because I had to do it for myself. And I know what shedding the unnecessary weight of my idols did for me. And so I want you to be able to do the same thing. There is no point in comparing your art to the work of your idols or your role models in a way that is defeating or evokes envy. And there is just no point in clawing for your place at the table being via copy and paste culture because if you can copy and paste your way into that spot someone else can do the same thing to you just be original it's 2022 why are we still confining ourselves to the things that others have accomplished when we have so many ways to accomplish even more and be just as groundbreaking anyways I would love to see you in my forum, The Sugar Plum Forest, which I will link in the description of this episode. It is a place online to chat, make friends, share art, and start discussions without the weird added pressure of the algorithm. This is one way I've decided to be an innovator lately. I'm not a huge fan of social media, but I love our community, so I created a decentralized place online for us to hang out and connect. I've even moved my goddess crowd from Facebook onto this platform, and I am very excited about it. And I know that's not the most, like, original, original thing to do, but I felt like it was a step in the right direction, because if I'm tired of the way that something works... I need to change it or separate myself from it or create a new path, and that is exactly what I'm doing. In other Sugar Plum Fairy news, I'm actively working on the release of the Pink Candy Project Book 1 Breakout, which involves shooting, directing, and editing music videos. So I'm only going to be doing one medium to long form podcast a month but that way the conversation doesn't have to get watered down or feel rushed and we can still have these deep meaningful discussions if you vibe with that you can show your love by reviewing this podcast so more people find it share this episode with everyone you know And if you're feeling extra generous, you can help me create more episodes more often by subscribing to this show for less than the price of one cup of coffee a month. I definitely appreciate those who are already subscribed. Stream, break out the album, join the forum, pre-order Pink Candy, and check out the bookshop while you're there. All of the links are in the description of this show. Until next time, sugar plum, may peace, love, light, and happiness always be with you. I will talk to you next month. 
stay well. Hey goddess, thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Ariane Writes and the Goddess Experience. I just wanted to take the moment to show my appreciation by inviting you to go to the first link in the description box of this podcast and join the forum where you can join in discussion about this episode and all the other episodes previous and to come with the other goddesses who listen to this podcast with you. Thank you again so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you in the forum.